Oh, hey, we're here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, I'm a little late. Sorry about that, everybody. I was a little late getting here. Um, and something unexpected happened. But anyway, I'm here, and I hope the rest of you, uh, you're here earlier, you'll come back. <laughs> hey, Dominic, what's up? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll give the room a minute or two to fill up. The, um, like I said, I was, I was late today. Um, the, um, like I said, I had something unexpected pop up. Um, I don't see anybody else in here. Well, there's supposed to be two. There's two of us in here. <laughs> two of us made it. All right. Uh, so I'll give it a minute. Um, you know, have it all, give it a chance for everybody to show up. Dominic, Dominic, Dominic. Okay, Dominic, I think you're the only one that made it. I think you're the only one that made it. But like I said, I may have, I may have, because I was late, people probably thought there wasn't going to be a show. And that's possible. So anyway, um, all right, CCWC just popped in. All righty. Thank the Lord for you, Tony. Thank you. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm going to give, I'll give the room a minute to fill up. Hey, CCWC, what's up? What is up? Okay, here. Oh. All righty. Who else is popping in here? Oh, we got three of us. All righty. How's your mom doing? She's doing okay. Um, everyone's breaking down, you know, because of the radiation exposure and the wonderful world we live in and the inversion and the assault on mankind. You know, we're all dealing with something, you know. Um, so we are all basically having issues, you know. Uh, things are happening. Okay, where I live, we're being irradiated with radar waves and whatever. And there we go. Be the light. She showed up. She made it. She made it. She's here. All righty. Aha. So how's your head? How's your head? Um... So, like I said, everyone is dealing with some stupid. I just had a, a video sent to me on Twitter that Europe just got targeted with some sort of weather assault. They dropped some kind of refrigerant on an area where they had fruit trees and nut trees, and they basically froze these trees. They are purposely going to try to start a war. Um, aha, so, yeah, we're, like I said, where we are at in Ontario, you know, we're getting screwed seven ways to Sunday with these radar waves, and I um, was looking up north now, up near Huntsville and Minden and up there, and they are just being hammered right now, so they are, we are in a war, uh, we are in a war, and uh, last night I did a pod, uh, on the pod, I was uh, somebody sent me a, a link 
to uh, Tom McDonald. He's a rapper. I'm not one, one for rap music. I got to tell you, I'm not really crazy about rap music. But I like this guy's stuff. And I like Chili, Chili EB. Uh, he's another rapper I like. Because these guys, when they sing, when they're singing or they're rapping or they're rhyming, I guess that's a good word, too. They're not rapping, they're rhyming. Um, they're talking about reality. Um, Tony, I should do a rap song. No, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not a rapper. You know, my my theme of music that I like listening to is more like uh, smooth jazz. I like jazz. I like listening to just music. I'm not crazy about words. Yeah, see, be the lights laughing. She, you know, uh, and I understand the laughter. <laughs> you know, but yeah, they they are rhyming, and um, Tom McDonald. Uh, his raps are pretty good, and I was playing a lot of his stuff yesterday. I like to see here, aha. Well, I'm a rapper. I'm a candy rapper, and I'm very dapper. See, I, I, I did it. I can rap. No, Eminem ain't got nothing on me. I can, I can, I can out-rap him. No big deal. <laughs> the, uh, anyway, I'm going to play some of his stuff today because I, uh, I, uh, I thought... His uh, his music was, or his his uh, rhyming was a very apropos to um, to um, what's currently going on, and he's got he had he has a lot of stuff out there. I got to tell you, I got to now find it because for some reason they. Okay, hold on a second. The brainwashed one was a good one I liked. There was a couple of them he had I, I really, um, I thought was really, really good uh, in regarding to the theme of what he was talking about. So anyway, I will play one just to get everybody going. I mean, we're still waiting for people to come in, I think, and see where we're at now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's moving along. Hey, Tony. Uh, hey, Karen. How you doing? Okay, let me let me play this one bit for all of you. So that you can get what I'm talking about, because I think, like I said, he has, he has uh, his music isn't okay. It's raw, but it isn't so raw where all you're hearing is about gangsters and gangsters and guns and we're gonna gangsta and all that bullshit, right? And um, uh, like I said, his rhyming is pretty good. Um, He's got one, too, in God We Trust, which I thought was really good. So maybe I'll play that one instead. I'll try that one first. Okay, then, oh. Hold on a second. Let me, let me put this to it. Hold on. In God We Trust. They separate us from our neighbors and they call it social distancing. It's actually a bigger plan. It's called social conditioning. They took away our privacy. There's always someone listening. The elections planning riots for the citizens. The government has always lied. It's history repeating. But the problem is the schools dumb you down so you believe them. If you try to speak the truth inside a tweet, then they delete it. Hold administration Satanists who claim they praise in Jesus. Every year there's a new name for enemies that we're facing. It's Al-Qaeda, then ISIS, and now American patriots. Who would have thought those who love the country the most would be hated on my folks who call America home. Both political parties are equally just as evil. They've been working for themselves. Don't give a damn about the people. Black, white, yellow, 
fellow brown humanity needs you Cause united we stand, divided they will defeat you The man on the news says your problem is me I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams The world's going crazy and they lying to us Don't know who to believe so in God we trust Y'all missing what was written in them pages That was history they wrote, now you wanna change it You racist, you hate this Why you want us all to be locked up in cages? I can't stand the left, everything they say is depressing Ship them to the Middle East, they can learn oppression Believe me, I mean this quite literal I love liberty, but I liberals Wear a mask, stay home, complain and moan Talk about privilege on your phone in your range robe Starbucks, mango, fufu, whatever The cloth I'm cut from can handle any weather You just paper in the rain, we ain't the same Stand for the flag, only kneel when I pray I just pray we go back to the old days Land of the free, home of the brave the man on the news says your problem is me I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams The world's going crazy and they lying to us Don't know who to believe so in God we trust yeah. I see through all the illusions, refuse to humor rumors or accept that we're losing. Easy to get caught up, consumed by the consumer. Truth is so deluded, people starve off their confusion. Comfort is the killer, your dreams execution. Cool with persecution if I make a contribution. Home of the brave look like a mental institution and there will be revolution if we can't find resolution. And a threat is a promise, stand up, pay homage. They tell lies, I'm being honest, just the time is upon us. I know that God got us, so I'm fighting in his honor. Hear the cries of the crusaders as we strapping up our armor, either set sail to higher ground and drown in a drama. If I die for what I love, then my death will be nirvana. We fighting for our freedom, don't believe what they've been feeding. Be the change you want to see, the warrior that we're needing. Man on the news says your problem is me. I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams. The world's going crazy and they lying to us. Don't know who to believe, so. We don't trust the news, the government, or pharma We just want freedom that you have that to offer We don't want the lies, the politics, or the drama We just want the life that was promised by our fathers We don't trust the news, the government, or pharma We just want freedom that you have that to offer We don't want the lies, the politics, or the drama We just want the life that was promised by our fathers The man on the news says your problem is me I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams The world's going crazy and they lying to us Don't know who to believe so in God we trust <laughs> That was some of the stuff that I um, found and I thought, you know, I I played basically I did the whole show last night on this guy's uh, material because I kept thinking how relevant it is to this very day what's going on and how today today anyone speaking the truth, you know, shooting this transgender bullshit and this you know hundred hundred whatever fuck they call themselves. 
You know, today they're a foo-foo gender, they're gender neutral and all this other bullshit. You know, it's, it's amazing to me, just utterly amazing to me, how stupid we have become as a society. Hey, Marianne, how you doing? Yeah, we have become so effing stupid. I was talking about Europe last night, because the reason why I'm doing this, the shows uh, this time is, uh, hey, Yanni, hey, fire. Um, so the people across the Atlantic can hear the show because they can't get it sometimes during the week, and it's live, and they can, then they can come in and contribute if they want to. They made a comment last night about Greta Thornburg, how this stupid bitch, and I'm just saying it the way it is and how it is, there ain't no other way of putting it. This is a stupid bitch. A 16-year-old or 13-year-old or whatever the F it is, is going to tell the Europeans that they need to shut down their power because it isn't green. You know, and it's just such bullshit that we are listening to a, a kid, a kid who hasn't even left home yet, who has no idea has no idea at all whatsoever what life's all about. And the idea that Europeans are going to be uh, listening to something like this and have absolutely nothing to replace the current power grid that they have and just shut it off. To me, that is just utter insanity. And we've seen this Nordstrom bullshit that they blew up the pipeline so that the Russian natural gas can't get to Europe now. And they have to rely on the United States. Doesn't that seem a little odd to anybody else? Doesn't that seem just a little strange? You know, doesn't it seem just just a little bit, you know, strange that they, this happened and that this is working out the way it is? Hey, everybody, look at it, just everybody walking in. Cool. I find that odd. And I find it even more odd that Europeans are maybe not even looking at this. And for some reason, uh, for some reason, uh, Europe is now caught in the middle of another thing. And I also made some mention the other day, uh, last night too. The last war, they blamed the Germans for everything. Everything. Oh, they killed these six million people that's supposed to have been six million in their in their concentration camps and all that. that's all bullshit too if you actually if anybody actually took the time and actually researched that that fairy tale would realize there was not even six million hebrews in all of europe much less had died through that insanity but Again, in Germany, you can't even question that, which is, I thought, well, what the hell? What is a, this concept of freedom of speech all about in Germany then? You know, why, and the Germans have been made to feel guilty over this situation that never, ever, ever occurred. I, Hebrews did die in, in uh, POW camps, but so did Catholics, so did Christians, so did Protestants, so did Muslims, so did Orthodox, so did everybody else. It's called war for a reason. You know, so... When I hear shit like this, see, I've come to the conclusion. I came to this conclusion by the time I was 13 years old because I grew up in America in, a, in an American ghetto. I don't believe anything the government says to me. I don't believe anything I hear anymore unless it has something to substantiate it. If it doesn't have something to substantiate it, then I, don't, I will listen to it. If I don't see any substantiation, I will put it on the shelf until something comes along to validate whatever it is I have read. 
I don't believe nothing anymore unless I, I've said this many a time on some shows. If Jesus Christ himself came down here and stood in front of me and said he was Jesus Christ, I want to see ID. Okay, I want to see ID. I want to make sure that's not an angel of light pretending to be Jesus. That's how I roll. And again, with the and again, I'm not trying to be uh, insulting to God or his authority or anything. I'm just testing the spirits like I should. Um, so again, from the from the narrative that's going on today, and after two years and ten months of pure bullshit, two years and ten months of pure bullshit about a fake pandemic that has destroyed the economies of the world, and now... Europe being sabotaged, you, you know they're trying to drive a war here. And I kind of wonder, um, I'm kind of wondering, okay, I was looking at something last night about uh, Russia now is annexing uh, Donbass and another part uh, of the Ukraine into Russia to protect the Russians in those areas. Um, so again, you know, what are they doing there? And I think they're going to keep on pushing Russia till they tap the resources. And it'll either be Turkey or maybe Iran or both maybe going with Russia. Probably, they'll probably be heading toward the Middle East eventually. You know, maybe to shut, further shut down any oil production. Because if you, if you choke out the oil, the world pretty much is... Whoever controls the oil will control the world, pretty much. Uh, so... Um, Yeah, so again, a lot of a lot of things that we've been told and what's being go what's going on, and the fabrication of things happening, you know, this is again about destroying Russia because Russia and a couple other countries are not are not wanting to be part of the new world order. In fact, I heard somebody say yesterday one of the shows that Putin has called the West the Western um, perspective demonic, and he's correct, very correct, very 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 correct. So again, again, uh, we need to realize that we're living in demonic times and we're living in demonic lands right now. We got, I was watching something in Toronto yesterday from, I guess just there this week, where one of the um, uh, news, alternative news came in, dressed up looking like a woman with these big, gigantic, humongous boobs hanging there. And he went to a school board to uh, give the school board a petition, but they wouldn't accept it. And then a mom got up there and started talking. Is this what we want in our society in Canada or anywhere else in the world? The problem is we become so compliant and complacent that we don't do anything. Why aren't these uh, board people, the school board, why aren't they being removed? Why aren't they being... Uh, Treated for child molestation or child uh, pornography or child pedophilia. It's okay to, to go out into a school and just demonstrate or, or illustrate a form of pornography or a form of, again, this transsexual nonsense. And that's okay. But if you go out, out in the mainstream or out in the streets and you do this shit, you'll get arrested for, for whatever the laws are. There's an old joke I heard years ago. That um, in the UK, you got caught for buggery, which was basically homosexual sexual activity. 800 years ago, they would, they would execute you. 
they just kill you. I think we should probably bring that back. But anyway, that's just my thinking. But if you got caught, then about 300 years after that, if you got caught uh, for buggery, they put you in jail. Then another two or three, 200 years after that, if you got caught for buggery, they would just slap you with a fine. Just goes to show you how this got infiltrated into society and into the hierarchy. So one guy said that he was leaving the UK, and the guy said, why, why are you leaving the UK? He says, I want to get out of here before they make it mandatory. Well, isn't that what's happening today? They got a bunch of young people today. They're ready to self-mutilate themselves just so they can change their, their uh, an anatomy and their physiology because of some bullshit that they're seeing on television or some bullshit that the media is propagating or some bullshit that the educational system is pr uh, promoting. It's a harvesting is what it is. And we need to educate these young people that your body parts are being harvested to feed some demonic entities that feed on your glands and on your endocrine system's parts. And now all that's going on is that the uh, medical establishment is now harvesting those parts for them. And it sounds like a very far-fetched concept, but this has to be presented and this has to be exposed. You know, Tony, my sister was turned down from being knee replacement due to the health reasons. Could you recommend anything for her pain? She could use many tanks. Get her on something called DLPA. Okay, it's uh, the right and left of uh, the uh, phenylalanine. And when you combine the D and the L together, you wind up with a painkiller. It's equivalent to morphine. It doesn't addict you. And you can also combine it with other painkillers. You can combine it with aspirin or whatever. I don't recommend Tylenol because Tylenol is really very hard in the liver. And if you do take an aspirin, combine it with a um, below magnesium oxide with it and then add citric acid to so convert that to magnesium citrate so that it will carbonate the aspirin and the magnesium so that when it gets into the stomach, it will buffer it so that it will not cause stomach issues, okay? You know, this idea that you take an aspirin and it's going to create uh, stomach bleeding, it's because it's not buffered. They used to have it buffered year, you know, back in the 50s, and then they took that away. So that's, a, that's one thing that can help with the, um, with, with the pain. Then get her on taking copper, copper chloride or chlorophyll with either gelatin or collagen, about a teaspoon of that, and vitamin C, about a powder, about a half a teaspoon of that. Um, and have her do that five, five times a day or every three hours, you know. Um, this way it will, um, maybe help in regenerating the, the, the knee as well. Okay. So that is something to try. So yeah, get her on DLPA, which is a painkiller. You can also, if you want, you can utilize the ginger and cayenne, um, at, uh, as an analgesic as well. So you can do do that. Uh, to, again, for more for pain, or if you got, I'm not sure where you live, but if you are in North America, uh, you can go to uh, any drugstore and get Vicks Vapor Rub and put it on the knee. It's got a couple components in there that act as an analgesic. Uh, if you remember the Icy Hot, again, if you're in North America, Icy Hot was basically Vicks on steroids, and again worked as an analgesic. So you can you can apply that directly on there as well.
Are you in the UK? Okay. I don't know. Um, if you got a Chinese markets over there, there's something that they call Tiger Bomb, which is like VIX. And, and you may have something similar there. It's a petroleum jelly-based um, mixture of four essential oils. Usually it's got turpentine, peppermint, camphor, and eucalyptus uh, mixed together. Usually people use this as a rub for their chest when during the winter months so they can breathe and break up any kind of phlegm in the respiratory. So if you got something like that in the UK, get it and apply it on the knee, and that should alleviate the pain. You don't need very much. It's a very light dab from the finger. Just massage it around. And that should, again, alleviate the pain uh, through an exter absorbed externally down into whatever. All righty. Is it safe to surge your head with a Vandegraaff? Um, that's going to be a major jolt. I wouldn't do it directly to the head. You have to remember, wherever you put that on your body, if you're running it, uh, you know, wrist, wrist to wrist and leg to leg, that's going to go through the whole system. You don't have to put it on the head directly. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it unless you want to fry your brain cells. I mean, that's up to you. But uh, if you're putting it, if you're putting the shackles on, and you got to cross uh, right leg, left arm, left leg, right arm, and you make contact, that is hitting the whole body. So you don't need to put it on the head, and it will get it. It's like a surge of a static charge through the whole system. So it's not really, not necessary to put it on the head. Um, you know. Okay, yeah, there you go. So I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Not with that. With the spike, yes. With the Van de Graaff, because you got, you got to remember your capacitor is going to hold about twenty thousand volts. I don't think you want to put 20,000 volts through your head. That's just my thinking anyway. Like I said, unless you want to be brain damaged or you know, brain cells fried, that's up to you. But I would just do it throughout the body. If you're putting it, if you're connecting it, the uh, contact at the um, at the legs, you know, it's a charge going through the whole system. So it's not necessary. You don't have to put it in the head. Okay? You just don't have to. Um, anyway, I'm going to play a couple of other tunes as well. Uh, like I said, there was some stuff that I, well, let's oh, talk oh, about, oh, uh, let me see if I can find it. Maybe I put them all away. Aha. Uh -huh. He is the oh, biggest. Oh, geez. Let me see. Give me one minute. I may have, um, let's see here. Let me see. Aha. There's another one. I think I'm going to. I'm going to play another one of his tunes. Give me a second here. I'm going to set it up. Uh, it's called New World Order. And again, I'm going to play some of this stuff because I want everyone to understand this is where we are at today. And the guy is playing these tunes. And again, it's more or less a, um, a reaffirmation, really. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Here's the 
Here's the problem with America, the country is broken Cause they minds stay closed, but they mouths stay open Get attacked and we blame terrorists, go broke and we blame the price Blame racists for the racism, but only if his skin is white If we don't need guns, cause we can call the police We don't need fire extinguishers, call a fireman please We didn't wanna build a wall and now the border is weak Your favorite actor has a gate that's like 15 feet Racism is gay, if you're offended that's retarded And tolerance is great until you speak and you're a target If a white man paints his face black, he's a racist piece of garbage But you put him in a dress and he's courageous and he's gorgeous All these double standards, man, I'm tired of the noise Freedom's an illusion if they censor your voice Call a dad a deadbeat for neglecting his boys But a mom kills a baby and you call it pro-choice You act like you're so much better than us Yeah, we know that Who told you that you're so special? To a new world order Your facts ain't facts without censoring us Yeah, we know that Good job, you losers, your medal To a new world order Why they hate the flag, they try to burn it to the ground don't do that in front of me, I'ma let off a round pow Scream loud, burn the city down now Put it on the news, make them all feel proud Look, make a system where 85% of black people fill the prison Is it cause they black or they make bad decisions? I ain't good at math, but it seems like it's division Or is it white privilege? I believe politicians need to be locked up Try to take our freedoms, that's how you get shot up Got our back against the wall, try to just stop us More guns, more ammunition, please stock up Election gets rigged, rights getting fringed Take this syringe, frighten your kids Show up right where you live Make me wanna grab a rifle and just go You act like you're so much better than us Yeah, we know that Who told you that you're so special? To a new world order Your facts ain't facts without censoring us Yeah, we know that Good job, you losers, your medal and everyone blames white folks for every little bitty thing We don't have no one to blame, we take responsibility They tell you be a man, then call it toxic masculinity Then when you act too feminine, they call it white fragility I don't understand trans man with humility I'm just trying to raise my kid the best of my ability If I disagree, you try to cancel, get rid of me You cancel, you can't be the answer, you killing me And I hate white supremacy just as much as you But I ain't feeling guilty for something I didn't do The system's killing everyone, it sucks but it's true They kill you then they broadcast it and call it the news Or they'll brainwash you through social media feeds And if you disagree, delete you immediately Make America China pretty easy to see I will always remember the land of the free You act like you're so much better than us Yeah, we know that Who told you that you're so special? To a new world order Your facts ain't facts without censoring us Yeah, we know that Good job, you losers, your medal To a new world order <laughs> There we go, new world order Is it? Think about that for a minute. That Hold on, something happened here. Oh. Okay. We've already heard that. Okay. New world order. Is it a new world order? Or is it an old order trying to resurface again? Think about that. We are repeating history. Again. You know, some of us did pay attention to the educational system when we had one and we all and we were taught you know all we were taught or brainwashed to believe that current events that had happened in the past were a result of certain things that have ha that created the dynamic for it to happen think about that for a minute 
Now we're looking at these dynamics today. It's the same thing. The only difference today is back in those days, <clears throat> the corporations that were the millionaires of the, of the day were the ones that created this, that those conditions for those wars to happen. And the reason why those wars happened in the first place was because the economies of the world had gone completely broke, totally broke. And so they had to cover up the fact that the, every country was bankrupt. They had borrowed themselves out of existence. We are at the very verge and very cusp of doing that again right now. Even where I live, housings, the housing market had exploded. People are spending six and seven hundred thousand dollars for a house that's not is barely worth fifty thousand. Prices have been completely inflated. So as a result of these inflammatory prices, everything now is going to go up relative to those costs. Your cost of living is all relative to where you live and what you're paying for housing and jobs and what the rate of pay of jobs are. If the rate of pay of jobs do not meet the rate of costs, like for a house, it used to be said that you, uh, you had to be able to, uh, in order to afford a house, you had to have at least a week and a half's worth of wages to cover the cost of a house. Who can afford a million dollar home or a $700,000 home and spend seven dollars to $8,000 a month for a house? That's just a house. Provided you put the 20% down that you needed to put down. And people are buying homes now are the ones who have sold a home that got the big buck that are now buying the next home. So they're not really in any debt load because they just transferred the money from one to another and relocated. So we're not seeing any major changes as far as that goes. And even people coming in from other parts of the world, unless they're millionaires or, or, or being subsidized by the government of the day, they're not going to be able to afford those homes either. So we're on the verge of collapse. It's going to go, it's going to go tits up, period. And then when it goes tits up, people are going to be in panic mode because then they're going to look for some kind of answers. And who are they going to run to? Who are they going to run to? When this pandemic, well, when this theater hit for the last two years and 10 months, everybody was listening to the media. The media didn't know what was going on. And the media never gave any real solid advice except go get your shot. Your shot, it'll protect you. It'll save you. It'll, it'll stop corona. It'll do, and yet yeah. now we're hearing, now we're hearing <laughs> that they never were tested to see if it would stop corona. How is it that this is now coming out and, and this was now being forced, forced, to be accepted or forced upon people or else they were going to be denied privileges. Shouldn't the government be paying some sort of reparation for all the businesses that have shut down? Shouldn't they be paying for all the reparation for all the damages they caused because of this misinformation that they propagated on the media? Shouldn't these politicians that were in power be held accountable and, and be tried by a jury of their peers for the damages that they incurred. If any one of us did this, if any one of us pulled this kind of flagrant um, falsehood, 
They had thrown us in jail and threw away the key already. They would have thrown away the key. We'd already be in jail. They, they would have thrown away the key. So again, when we're thinking about all this stuff that's gone on, how come the government is not being held accountable for the misinformation that they have propagated? And how come the drug companies are now uh, full, they, they have full um, abstinence from any kind of responsibility? How is it that they are not being held accountable and liable for all the financial damages they've got? They've made trillions, not billions, trillions. So why isn't money being compensated for every country in the world that they have devastated the, the economy? Let me and, and again, let me reference something again back to the Second World War. When the Second World War had ended, Germany was forced to rep, uh, compensate France and the UK and the rest of Europe for the damage they had incurred because of the war. Okay? First World War is the same thing. They had to pay the British, the French, and the and I think I forget who the third country was, uh, compensation for that war. They had to pay, and that's what that's what triggered the Second World War because again it kept them broke. Now, today, the drug companies have done the same thing. They had declared war on the planet, and now, because of the damages they've incurred, they're not being held accountable. They're not having to pay back and rip, uh, the reparations, like just Ontario alone. Look at Ontario, Michigan, all these industrial uh, states and provinces. Uh, look at out west, the oil industry. How come they're not having to pay for those damages that they, they've incurred? How is it that they can cause these, this kind of global damage and not pay a dime? See, something's wrong here. And then we're worried about trans, some sort of transphobic bullshit that they're trying to propagate in the educational system. Again, more distraction. Taking away the responsibility that the government and these drug companies created. we got a bioweapon manufacturer now in Quebec you know, called Moderna. We got a we got a, a university in, in BC that's creating lipid nanoparticles to further uh, expound on this weaponry to make it even more lethal. Well, what is safe, Spitzy? To, to, uh, define to me what is safe. Okay, you're worried about an injection of mRNA in, in cattle and livestock. Of course they're going to put it in there. But they've already been feeding your livestock gene genetically modified organisms and genetically engineered foods for the last 60 years. So what have you been eating actually that's been safe? You have no organics. That's all been bullshit. So define to me what you are calling safe. Are you raising the sheep yourself or the goats or the cows? Are you raising the chickens, the ducks, the geese? Are you raising them on your own? You have your, you have your crop growing in some sort of indoor hydroponic or aquaponic. You have everything shielded from the nanoparticles in the atmosphere. You know, are, do you have, are you filtering out the water table to remove all the microplastics and nanometals and nanites are in the water table? 
darkness. What is safe? There is nothing safe. You are in a war. You are in a war. Even the Bible tells you there's no discharge from war. You are in a war. They are trying to kill you. They're trying to eliminate you. So tell me what is safe. Okay, unless you're neutralizing what you're eating, neutral or, or taking things as an antidote to what you're going to eat, there's nothing really safe. Europe doesn't eat anything any more organic than we're eating here across the Atlantic. Asia is not eating anything more organic than we are here across the Pacific. They have poisoned the planet with their with the food supply. So again, what is safe? <laughs> Just a sunshine and rainbow live stream. Uh, if I put veggies and fruit in a nano bucket with the secret sauce, borax TS, uh, will it neutralize the nano? Will it disengage? It might, it may not. Um, I have used the spike on my, on my, I, I buy veal uh, most of the time if I'm buying anything meat wise from the store. I usually try to get my meats from a farmer direct. Uh, but if I buy it from the store, usually I try to buy veal and I try to buy milk fed veal if I can find it. Um, and I have put the spike and a triangle, uh, triangle underneath and the spike in the, in the, in the solution with salt water. Oh, I'm just using a salt and I have pulsed, uh, the veal for like probably an hour. And when I get done looking at it, I see all kinds of metallic material floating in the water. So I have disengaged whatever I could. And then when I cook it, I'm cooking it in some sort of sulfur based vegetable. You know, uh, garlic. Most of the time, it's, I'm because I'm Mediterranean. I like all eat garlic and onion. So I will mix it in there with it, and then whatever, uh, and then I perforate the meat so that the sulfur will get in there, and to, to um, bind with the nano whatever has been disengaged. So I try to neutralize as much as possible. I know I'm still going to get something in there, but uh, the but. Because it's disengaged, um, it should just pass through. Uh, okay, if you're going to have yogurt or cottage cheese after you eat meat, you might want to wait about a half hour. Because meat and dairy don't mix. Okay, it's one of those biblical things. You don't mix uh, dairy with meat. Because what happens is if you eat meat and then you eat some dairy right afterwards, what winds up happening is the dairy will curdle your stomach, neutralizing the acid. Yeah, you know what I mean? So again, neutralize, wait about a half hour. You'd be better off taking something like vinegar or some sort of mild acid after you eat the meat to increase the digestibility of, your, of, the, of the proteins that you've consumed. If you want to eat something like uh, some kind of dairy product afterwards, you know, I would probably would even wait an hour. Uh, how can someone disengage a nano in their head if they get the PCR tests that are not vaccinated? Put a triangle on there or a coil and then pulse it. 
But like I said, if you are running a static charge through your body, it's going to disengage it. What part of this are we not getting here? Do you not understand what's going on when you're running a surge through your body? Surge through the body. Okay, are, you, are we not seeing the correlation here? If you're running a high, if you're running a 20 volt static charge through the body, it's going to hit the head. And if it hits that, that technology, it should fry it. Getting it out might be a little difficult, but you should, it should fry, you should see it, even when you're blowing your nose, once you disengage, you might start, start seeing pieces of it coming out. Whatever charred material comes through out of your nose. So, again, if you don't have a spike or, or, a, or a static surge like the Van de Graaff or other devices, then you can create a coil, put it on your head, and give it a give and pulse it, and pulse it. Yeah. So, like I said, if you're if you're, you gotta understand something. Okay, just we. Your body's connected. You understand this, right? Your head is not disconnected from the rest of your body. Your arms are attached. Your legs are attached. You know. Your head's attached, your reproductive systems, it's all attached. And so anytime you run a charge through the system, you're running it through the whole body. Anytime you run a pulse, you're running it through the whole body. I'm hoping you grasp this concept because your head, unless you can, you know, unscrew the bolts, uh, connect your head and, and your neck to the rest of your body and remove your head, you know, if you had that kind of an anatomy, you're a unique person to begin with. But if you can, if it's not attached, if it's still attached, it's going to, it's going to hit. Yeah. So everything's attached. So um, I run a nose clean in less than 20 minutes with SCS and vitamin C, and then Neti method to wash out nostrils. There you go. So again, you got people here showing you what you can do. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to see some porn here. I'm going to see some nose porn. <laughs> Someone show me some nose porn here. Oh, look at that. Wow. Circuitry. Woohoo. See the other one here. More nose porn. Let's see what we got here. Aha. Uh -huh. Oh. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, most Mediterraneans have a nose, and it usually gets filled up pretty quickly with the technology floating in the air. So, yeah, it uh, it's very, 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 very... Uh, <laughs> very doable that yeah you'll have to empty it out <laughs> you know what do you do for a female dog that's constantly licking their genital area well there's got to be a reason why she's licking it right and usually dogs lick their genitals because they're they, that's how they clean themselves so and maybe the dog's masturbating. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. But generally speaking, they clean themselves this way. So, uh, and there may be something going on there. You know, are you washing your dog with um, 
baking soda and trisodium phosphate when you when they come in outside from going outside to pee or poo. You know. Um, aha. Love listening to your show every night. Even my cat loves your show. Aha. <laughs> there you go. I got I got a cat fan. All right. What is a good source of colostrum? Well, best source I know can come from a cow or a sheep, goat. As far as buying it on the internet or buying it at a store, I have no idea what to tell you. I don't. I won't get anything from New Zealand uh, or most of these places. I think the best bet is go to a farmer when the, they're calving and get the colostrum straight that way. That's would be the best. Most of the stuff you're buying at the health food store today is mostly milk. And I've contacted different companies in the U.S. Uh, and again, they can't. Some of them can't even give you the percentages of the um, of the colostrum that they're selling. So it's a crapshoot. You have to do a little digging. Um, okay. Well, if you got histamine intolerance, and just incorporate more vitamin C. Vitamin C will shut down histamine response. And again, uh, you're gonna have to neutralize your food. You know, so again, uh, there you go. Well, again, if you're getting it from the farm, I wouldn't even bother buying it from the health food store. Why, why waste your money, you know, for getting something that's probably 90% milk and 10% colostrum. So every scoop you're, you're using, you're only, you're getting so little, you know, uh, there's a company here, fortunately, that I found in Canada. Um, I found it was like 98% colostrum and 1.2% uh, saponin, but they don't sell to the U.S. So, um, and I got friends of mine in L.A. or California, and that's what they do. They go to a farm. Uh, in fact, there's a company, I think, in Ohio, I forget where it is now, that will actually ship you colostrum from Ohio. So, and again, you're going to get a better, a better product getting it that way than getting it from the health food store. So unless you can, unless you contact the companies and ask them what the percentage of colostrum is in their product and make sure there's no other excipients in their product fillers. Uh, that's the only, only thing I can tell you. Only thing I can tell you, you know, um, the, You know, it's it's a, even when you buy stuff from a health food store. Um, geez, what we got some kind of G's here. What's G's going on? <laughs> oh, ah, fire medic saw the uh, nose porn too. See, You're, nose porn. Get it, you get these reactions. Geez. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So again, you know, uh, Tony, what is the best estrogen blocker? Uh, the best estrogen blocker, you're talking basically uh, alternative, right? The best ones out there, uh, again, they're bioflavonoids, luteolin and apigenin. Um, so... Um, 
And that usually comes from the peppermint family, rosemary, sage, thyme, peppermint, spearmint, marjoram, oregano, savory. Uh, and you can also buy luteolin and apigenin direct as well, where it's already extracted. And then taking iodine, because you got to remember, iodine is also one is what helps convert the estrogen to estriol, so that the estriol can pull that out of the body. So, and a lot of our foods are being fed all the soy and all these estrogenically based uh, grains, and so it's kind of hard not to get estrogen, right? And, um, and this is why I always tell people all the time: I don't boost my testosterone; I reduce my estrogen. Because increasing testosterone will also increase estrogen conversion if you're not taking some kind of blocker. Um, another thing you can try is something called chrysin. C-H-Y-R-S-I-N. Now, that's actually extracted from propolis. And in it, it has an estrogen blocking capacity. So we, again, uh, you have some options there. Uh, if you look up luteolin and apigenin, and you do look at the research on just those two components, they are they are very powerful, powerful antioxidants that can help not just the endocrine system, but they also fight uh, help fighting uh, cancer cells that can form. Now, what do you think about Dr. Tenpenny recommending ECP external counter pulsation for heart issues? I don't know enough about it to. Um, Comment. I don't. I'd have to look it up. You know, uh, she seems to be the only one I got to tell you that has any freaking brain. It's unfortunate because I was listening to uh, Stu Peters the other day, and he had this so-called doctor saying, "Oh, we can get it out." People say they were told they couldn't get it out, and they committed suicide. Oh, we can get it out. That's such bullshit. You know, when I hear people like that, they need to get. They, they need an attitude adjustment. Um, you know. Um, so like I said, I don't know enough about it. I have to look it up. External counter pulsation. I have no idea what that is. So I'd have to look it up. My mom just got an x-ray. What can she take to remove the radiation? Well, you can use, uh, you can take a bath and borax and baking soda. Probably be the best thing to do and, and take iodine. You know, best thing you could do. You know, so again, that's, you know, where we at here. Oh, okay. Let me see if I can find another one of his tunes. Um, I forgot what the first one the guy sent me. Got me, it got me to, uh, listen to all these things. Again, I started following this guy. Not following him, but I mean, I started uh, going through the whole um, gambit that he put out there. Uh, and again, it looked like I, said, I listened to his lyrics. I mean, he's pretty much he's pretty much telling it the way it is. And I and again, I, I uh, got on the theme as well because I see what's going on in Europe from a, from an uh, external force or not external force from the from an external perspective and. I'm seeing history repeating itself again. And I'm I'm thinking, holy cow. And again, we're gonna go through this shit again if we don't if we don't stop these people that are creating the problem. You know. 
So, uh, yeah. So again, when we're looking at some of the stuff that is that we're dealing with today in regarding to some of the uh, themes. Ah, oh, shit. Why do they do that? Okay, do this. Um, well, anyway, I'm, I guess I can't find Okay, I'm not going to play anymore. But anyway, if you go on yesterday's show to pause, there's about five or six of them I put on there. And I asked some questions to get everybody to start thinking. You know, it's a process, you know, and it's a, it's a process that um, we're meant to do. Thinking, not being programmed. Thinking, you know, just thinking. And there was something about digital, <laughs> uh, bio-digital convergence. I want to read something about that just to give you an idea of what nanobiotech is all about, lipid nanoparticles, what they are doing. The complete integration of biological and digital entities, digital entities, keep that word in your head, entities, in which new hybrid forms of life are created through the integration of digital technologies in living systems and the incorporation of biological components in digital technologies. That's what this is all about. Now, entities. Let's just, just think of the word entities. Are they actually incorporating demonics with us? You know. Is that what they're doing? Incorporating the ability for an entity to possess the biology? Think about that for a minute. Okay, what's this question? It says, when nanoparticles are released out of the body, is there any some kind of life to them? It depends. Depends. Depends how 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 effective you're disengaging them. Um, I have taken baths where I have removed uh, nanoparticles from my system, uh, and when I get out of the bathtub. And I let the water sit there. I got I, what I my water looks like a dust film when I come out. And I used to see the nanoparticles swirling, circulating, circ uh, going in a circular manner. They were trying to again re-engage because not, not everything gets disengaged at the same time. You'll take out a lot of stuff, and some of the stuff will be attached. So whatever doesn't get disengaged will. Will be will be somewhat semi-active, so yeah, you may see some activity. You may see movement. I have pulled out uh, two, three-inch-long fibers out of my skin, and they're floating in the water, and they seem to be twisting on their own, looking for some place uh, to attach to. So yeah, you may see you may see some of that activity. But that's what would assemble in your system if you don't disengage it and don't remove it. Well, they're not really alive living. They are alive in the sense that they are uh, animated. Animated would be a better terminology than life. So basically, you're deanimating them and 
a lot of them you're completely disengaging. Some of them you're destroying. Um, so when you see whatever's moving about, that's probably what didn't get fully taken out. But they're out of you. Um, Marianne, I already, I, what I did is I did a pod last night and I put the show, today's show on last night's uh, show. So if you go on Friday's show, you'll have all the links there. So uh, that's another thing I want to point out. So yeah, what I did was I, I, um, the last show, I did a pod the next day and I put a lot of the information we talked about on that show. And last night, what I did is I put the pod on. And then today I'm doing the show based off based off of that pod being podcast. So you you have both. You will have both. You know going. So um, what I'm trying to get here. Oh, Chrysan is uh, one of the estrogen blockers. The other one's called Ludiolin. L-U-T-E-O-L-I-N. And the other one was Apigen. And I'll type it in here. Give me a second. You can have it. Okay. They're in there. So when you look down, you scroll down, you should see Ludiolin and Apigen. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, okay, so you got all that. All right. Oh, I got more here. What's the third one? Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so. These are the, uh, Chrysler came out years ago. They call it Isoflavin X, and it was um, uh, a guy that was dealing with a lot of the steroids of the day, and Chrysler came out. And it's, uh, by comparison to a pharmaceutical, it's a mild estrogen blocker, but it can work. You may want to combine them all together to create a more dynamic uh, estrogen blocking material. Um, and again, take iodine, you know, iodine is a very key player in regulating estrogen. So if you don't, you know, if you're not got enough, and you got to remember something, okay, a woman's breast and iodine are in very close proximity and they, they both compete for iodine. Thyroid requires it to function and the breasts require it to, again, clear out the, uh, estrogen receptors in a woman so that they can convert from estradiol, estriol, estriol. So the amount of iodine a woman needs, she needs twice the iodine that men do. Now I had somebody contact me yesterday. They put the iodine on their skin and within the hour it was gone because we are being exposed to high levels of radiation. So it's causing the iodine levels to become depleted very quickly. So you may want to keep your track, uh, uh, keep, track of your iodine levels, especially if you're a woman, okay? Your physiology and your, an, uh, your anatomy um, require certain things uh, more than men do. Men require more selenium. You require more iodine. So it's, it's just the nature of, of, uh, of uh, biology. And again, 
Iodine is a very powerful protectant and an immune booster and a glandular uh, restorer. Uh, how do you keep track of the iodine? Well, it's easy enough. Just put paint some on the skin and see how long it takes for it to completely disappear. Now, in the old days, they would tell you if you got if it sits there for 24 hours, you have an adequate amount. Now, I've, I've very few people I have have seen where it actually will stay there for 24 hours. It will fade and still have a residual uh, marking on the skin wherever you do it. I always tell people take a Q-tip, uh, dab the Q-tip or, or put an iodine on the Q-tip and rub it around on your wrist, size of a quarter, and then just and then time it. You'll see what time you set it and then go from there. Um, well, male to female... Again, males would probably need twice as much if they're sexually active. Uh, and again, um, see, that's kind of hard to do because everyone's environment's a little different. If you're in an environment where it's extremely toxic and carcinogenic and epigenetically designed to take you out, then obviously you're going to need more of these components. Iodine, selenium, vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin uh, zinc, copper, you know, things of this nature that are either biocidal or, you know, or immune boosting or, um, or immune fortifying. So taking iodine, for instance, okay, for a woman, because like I said, you, your physiology and anatomy is different. You have your ovaries, your uterus, your cervix, your vagina, your breast, your brain, your heart, your whole physiology. Okay, generally speaking, if your iodine levels were at max, you would take four drops of water once a day. But if they're not at max, you may want to take four drops of water several times a day in order to build up your stores. Now, taking iodine one drop a day will take over a year to do so, provided, provided you are in an environment where you're not being assaulted with radiation. So obviously, depending where you are is going to determine what you're going to need and how you're going to apply it. Now, if you're a male, you're going to need iodine as well to protect you from radiation. But if you're an active male, sexually active male, or you're a male that, you know, masturbates regularly, your selenium levels are going to be required to go a lot higher because the highest concentration of selenium is in your sac. And without adequate selenium in a male's body, you're more prone to having heart failure because selenium regulates the male heart as well. Hey, there you go, Chrissy. You made it. Yay! So again, but even if you're not sexually active or masturbating, uh, your environment is also going to play a key role. Now, they're talking about an Ebola outbreak. What stops Ebola? Selenium. So if you're hearing that a Ebola is on its way, then you might want to start, again, incorporating more selenium in your system so that if it does hit you, you're able to either resist it or recover from it. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, can, you, can you? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, I read, someone questioned me about that a couple years ago. Can you combine vitamin C? Vitamin C helps iodine become uh, more bioavailable. And if I want to clarify iodine, 
uh, with clarifying iodine means, okay, if you put iodine on the skin, it'll leave like a brown, deep brown color. But if I want to put it on the skin so don't, I don't see it, I will mix vitamin C powder into the iodine and it'll clarify it. In other words, it'll make it clear, transparent. So yeah, of course you can use it. Um, Tony, elaborate re regarding when to take iodine after pharmaceutical. Any pharmaceutical you take, there has to be at least a two-hour window. At least a two-hour window. Sometimes four hours, depending on the nature of the drug. But a two-hour window is a rule of thumb. Never mix anything together with a pharmaceutical that you're taking in an alternative. Because you don't know, A, the reaction you might get. Or, B, you may, uh, some things may actually amplify the, the strength of that pharmaceutical. For instance, let's say you're taking grape, grapefruit juice or eating a grapefruit. You can actually amplify that drug by a factor of two to three because grapefruit blocks an enzyme from breaking things down in the system. So now you get more of that drug and you can overdose. So anything you're taking today, uh, if you're doing any kind of alternative with pharmaceutical, two-hour window is rule of thumb. Two-hour window. Yeah. So there, you, there's nothing... Uh, no, the four drops would be uh, with 5%. So if you're taking a two-drop solution, it would have to be eight drops. You'd have to double it. Uh, so again, try to find a 5% or 7%, uh, but if you can only get 2%, then use what you got, but double it up. Uh There you go. So again, you know, um, like I said, depending on the drugs you're using, stay away from. Um, yeah, but why order it from Scotland when you can make it yourself? It's a lot easier. <laughs> uh, righty. My youngest son was asked a few weeks ago by an older lady, do you have a bruise? Uh, he goes, no, ma'am. He says, I'm protecting myself from the government. <laughs> um, uh, if you quit drinking the brandy, you could do these things yourself. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, if you can, now you can go to um, unitednuclear.com and you can order a 25 gram of, uh, of iodine. So you may have to put make two orders to get your five grams. Now, if you want to make a 12% um, or 10%, then you would just double the amount of iodine crystals uh, uh, and, and double the potassium iodide to get a 10% solution. So it's not, you know, and then if you want to make 12%, you just reduce the water slightly and you can make a 12%, you know. <laughs> uh, UnitedNuclear.com. Hold on, I'll put it in here. You can, you can look it up uh, on the internet. There we go. It's on the bottom. It's on. Okay, on my screen. It's on the bottom right. Um, 
I saw a documentary movie about Shirley Temple saying she was accused of stealing someone's soul. I wonder if it was a genetic code of that girl. Hmm. She was accused of stealing somebody's soul. That's an interesting... Uh, that's kind of interesting. Shirley Temple, huh? Girl with the curly... Curly, uh, curly, whatever. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's different. <clears throat> to make a Lugo's iodine, you need potassium iodide and iodide. And the reason why you're using the two is because the potassium iodide makes the iodide more soluble. If you're just using a potassium iodide, then all you're doing is you're making a an iodine. But again, uh, that's the only time to use. The only time I would be using something like that is if I was making a super saturated iodine solution. I'll show you how to do that on YouTube. Basically, it takes about 44 grams of potassium iodide in a one ounce container of water to make a super saturated solution. Um, ah, there you go. So, yeah. So, again. That's a little different. The iodide is what you want for the thyroid and other things. The potassium iodide, the reason why they use that, because, again, it's cheap enough to make, and they use it for radiation poisoning, but the other one works far better. You know, uh, so, and again, the only, the only iodine I use is the Lugos, because that one I've seen work on all kinds of things that... Um, it's 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 pretty impressive. Let's just put it that way. You know, cure for constipation of female. You women always have this problem in that area. It's it's, it's a common theme with all of you. Um, can't shit basically. Okay, are you eating any kind of bread, any kind of pasta, any kind of rice, any kind of cereal, any kind of pseudo grain like oat, barley, quinoa, buckwheat, any of that stuff? If you are, quit eating it. Quit eating it. I just talked to a buddy of mine today about uh, there's a Hessian fly that they conduct experiments on, and the Hessian fly has the exact identical intestinal uh, tract just like us. It's laid out exactly the same. And when they see a Hessian fly consume a genetically modified anything, their guts literally explode. Now, when you look at us, eating bread and pasta, rice and cereals and all the other shit that they sell us, you know, macaroni and cheese and all that other crap and pastas. When we eat that, we have now all kinds of itis, diverticulitis, enteritis, colitis, leaky gut. That's all coming from the GMOs and the glyphosates they're putting on there. So when a lot of women eat these things, it causes mayhem on the genetic code in the intestinal tract, you got to remember, it's all genetically modified or genetically engineered. So again, avoid these foods all, at all costs. You may want to try a simple detox. You don't have to go with the STS. You can go with uh, Epsom salt. Take a, um, take a teaspoon, to, take a tablespoon of Epsom salt in a liter of distilled water or RO water, dissolve it and sip on that through the day. 
that will help. Again, if there's any aluminum that's binding in the gut or in the colon, it'll help flush that out. And you might want to start also eating things like applesauce and then chasing that with water or pectin. I usually go that route first. And then incorporate more enzymes and eliminate any kind of bread, pasta, rice, cereal, or grain product. See what happens. Uh, no, I've never heard of that, but you know what? It, there may be some, I can see where that could work. I don't believe that the hyperthyroidism is a result of the iodine causing it. Uh, my thinking is the hyperthyroidism is probably a result, direct result of either high levels of radiation exposure that we're all under right now or a or an actual deficiency of iodine. And the the, the, thyroid, the thyroid is trying to compensate or is overcompensating. And again, I also think too that a lot of it is um, not enough selenium in the diet because the selenium is a regulator. And, it's, and if you're getting into a hypo or hyper thyroid conditions because the regulator isn't working right so i can see that that may work or they may have an effect but i would take it i would be taking it with selenium as well uh, uh, so i have serious headaches when i eat most all foods and drinks i have to do medicinal things especially uh can our body absorb iodine well enough topically? Uh, is internal more optimal? Internal, internal is more optimal for sure. Uh, topically, it acts like a time release. So if you paint it on your ass, you paint it on your belly, you paint it on your wrists, or you paint it on the bottom of your feet, it will absorb anywhere pretty much. But again, it will be like a slow release. So if you're having problems, like you're saying, having headaches, then the first thing I'd be looking at is what are you eating exactly? How much of it has been genetically engineered or modified? And second, and don't tell me you're eating organics because that doesn't exist because of the, na the nature of chemtrails. And second, uh, how old are you? Are you producing enough hydrochloric acid? Are you, is, are you uh, producing enough enzymes to actually break down your food? So these are things you may want to look at. Um, I'm sure it will. Uh, I am taking every okay. Uh, launching okay. Alrighty, I'm hoping this is helping. Uh, like I said, we are at a war, and they've been at war with us without our knowing it. They got us distracted with all kinds of stupid things. And again, now it's a financial war. Um, all right, sounds good. Uh, contact Yanni. You know, he's got a site, so go to Yanni's site, and you can do the, go through the process, and we'll set things up. Um, the, um, the war that's been going on for a long time has been about altering our genetic code. If we're eating GMO foods and genetically engineered foods and nano-saturated foods or nano-embedded uh, foods or embedded materials into the DNA of the plant, it is altering our DNA. 
Okay, and everything that's going on in regard to health issues is a direct result of genetics being reprogrammed. <clears throat> Call that an epigenetic effect. Okay, it's called an epigenetic effect. So, any epigenetics that we're exposed to is going to shut down or modify or alter the function of our DNA and our genetic code. If the DNA gets a program into it, it's going to function based on that program. That's why the mRNA is such a dangerous technology because they really don't know what they're doing. And they're experimenting on the general population to see what will happen. Um, so again, you know, if you're exposed to things that can get embedded into your system, uh, anywhere in your system, in your gut, your stomach, your lungs, your brain, your heart, anywhere, and it can affect the genetic code of those organs, you're going to have a problem. Old folks with bruising on arms and hands, copper and vitamin C deficiency, doctors seem to have every single retiree on cholesterol. Of course, that's why. It's not a deficiency. It's a side effect of the Lipitor. I had a woman come in one day and her hands were purple. Purple. She was an elderly woman in her 80s. And I told her, I said, look, you need to take vitamin C here and you got to get off the drugs. She said, oh, no, I can't get off the drugs. My doctor, you know, I said, the doctor's killing you. So I got her to take vitamin C. I said, look, you start taking vitamin C and you start doing it every three hours until that clears up. I said, because if that clot gets to your heart, you're going to die. She came back a week later and showed me her hands. They were almost completely cleared. A few specks here and there. That's from the Lipitor. Because what the Lipitor is doing is it's not, it's, it's, it's removing not the, just the plaque, but it's removing the insulation uh, that's in the capillaries and the arteries. So when the blood is moving, through the veins, it's creating a friction. And when it hits the end of the hands or the feet, okay, that's like the end of the road. And it's causing these blood vessels to burst and, and break. So it's, it's uh, these drugs that they are giving out to old people, and you say you got a cholesterol issue, you got this issue, you got that issue. All they got to give them is enzymes. Most old people don't eat that much to begin with, but the enzymes will keep any kind of de debris uh, cleared up, any kind of proteins that they're eating, because, again, they're worried about lipoproteins, which is not cholesterol. And what the medical field is very much aware of, too, again, this is another deception, is when you, as you get older, your cholesterol is going to go up. It's going to go up because it's compensating for the vitamin C and the vitamin E that you have uh, being deficient. So it's compensating that way. And it creates a barrier around the artery so that they don't damage and they don't burst. It's like a, a safety net. And what these dumbasses are doing is they're giving them drugs to remove that, that barrier that protects them from the damages that, that their drugs are causing. What do you think would help 
with dark under eye circles. Well, depending on what you're eating. You know, that's all liver issues. Usually when you have dark circles under the, under the eyes, that's usually a sign of something, the liver's not functioning correctly. So again, I would probably start using enzymes and hydrochloric acid in your situation so that you're actually breaking down the food properly so that the other organs are not being over overtaxed. Um, uh, Well, I mean, there's things you can do. I mean, you could eat your food and then pulse yourself afterwards to disengage the nano once you've eaten it. Uh, if you open up the, say you crack open the eggs and put them on a bowl and then put a, either a triangle underneath them or a, or a coil, put them inside of a coil of some kind or put them, put them inside of a triangulator coil and pulse them for about 15 minutes. You can, you can put your spices in there or whatever you want to put in there. Again, that should disengage it. Um, I'm not again. Is she writing me or who's she writing to? Let's see here. Okay, see here. Oh, Dave. Okay. So again, um, that you can do after you crack them open, or you can even leave them in the shell. It isn't going to matter if you leave them in the shell. You can do the same thing. Put line them up inside the triangle and just pulse them. Uh, after I eat a big lunch and go back to work, my sugar drops and I get shaky. Yeah, that's, that's usually what happens. Uh, while your body's energy is now being diverted into digesting your food. When you eat something and then you, you, you know how sometimes afterwards you feel very lackadaisical, that's because you're the... Your internal organs are not working hard to digest whatever you ate. If you, and let's say you've eaten very heavy. Well, that's energy that the body's not diverting toward digestion. So, I'm sure, you're going to have problems with that. You're going to, yeah, you might want to eat a piece of fruit like an apple or a pear or, or uh, even a kiwi. So that'll give you not only the sugar, but it'll give you the enzymes to help you digest your food. That's normal. That, that would happen to anybody. Uh, you had to get a mammogram. Are you kidding me? Wow. So now you got to make sure he doesn't wind up with some kind of chest cancer because of the mammogram. Interesting. Uh, what's going on? There you go. Ah, that's true. Um, fire medic wrote something out about asking the medical people about uh, cholesterol. He said it was another made American-made disease. That is true. I got an article somewhere on cholesterol dated back 1939. And in there it points out there is no such thing as an HDL or an LDL. That is pure bullshit. All bullshit. That's why I never worry about my cholesterol. I don't care if my cholesterol goes to the moon. As long as the blood can flow through my veins, I'm fine. And if it's that high, it means there's something wrong in my system or it's compensating for something else. And what they, were, what, they're, what they do measure is the lipoprotein. That's what they're measuring. 
cholesterol in and of itself, this is why if you eat a dozen eggs a day or eat, eat butter all the time, your cholesterol levels actually go down, not up. True story. I'll tell you a true story. I had a buddy of mine, and his cholesterol level was, at, was high. His sugar levels were at 13. And the doctor said, you're going to have to get medicated. And he told the doctor, no, I won't. I'll get it down by myself. He says, no way. He says, you'll never get it down. He, said, he comes to see me. He says, Tom, what can I do? He says, go eat a piece of meat. Go eat some steak. Butter, cream, anything with fat. He says, that's all I got to do. That's all you got to do. So the next time he went to um, get checked up, he stopped at a restaurant, had a steak, egg, and potato breakfast, had a cup of coffee, went in, got tested. He said, wow, your sugar's down around seven, which is where it's supposed to be. And your cholesterol numbers are perfect. He says, what are you doing? He says, I just had a steak and egg and p potato with gravy and coffee, and I came here. <laughs> so much for the bullshit. I wake up with headaches and severe fatigue, nervous system overloaded, horrid ringing in my ears. Yeah, okay. I started sleeping in a shipping container. We converted into a single cabin, two weeks of sleeping in there. And I'm calm. Of course, you're shielding yourself from frequencies. I wake up without this ringing in my ears. Again, that's the frequencies. No intense head pain. I'm very excited to try this. Uh, five metals powder in the... Okay, there you go. Yeah, the ringing of the ears is not ringing of the ears, actually. That's ringing of the brain. And when you're... Uh, when you are... Hearing that in your ears, that means your brain is being hit with a frequency or a pulse. And depending where you live and the, and the surrounding area of transmitters that may be around you, that will be a determining factor. Okay, it will determine uh, the level of discomfort you will, you will have. So headaches, I get people all the time with that, fatigue, I just had a buddy of mine come and he says, I wake up tired, this is because at nighttime we're being hit with radiation, I live in Ontario, and we're getting radar beam from Toronto all the way down here, and we're getting radar beam from Michigan, Michigan and Ontario are like the two worst areas in North America to be in right now, where these radars going all over the place, so yeah, if you're in a, if you're in a container, and, you've, and if you've grounded that container, just having it on the, uh, on the earth, Whatever hits that container will act as a Faraday cage for you. So it'll disengage any kind of a direct hit. Some of it may get through. But as a whole, <clears throat> it'll act as a shield. Uh, so that's what we got here. <coughs> um, now they will... Oh yeah, well of course... Um, I, it may already be uh, on Rumble. I've also got a Rumble site. Same thing. It's independent. Uh, check out the Rumble. There's, I think, uh, 15 or 20 videos. I already started transferring there. So, bitch, it takes forever to get everything, to upload everything. And I'm trying to basically keep that channel primarily for uh, tech. I live in Billingham, Washington, USA. Okay. Uh, Vancouver, Canada. Okay. Um, 
Well, if you're near Vancouver, Canada, then you're going to get the signals transferring from there to you, too, because I've seen on the radar map uh, where I've seen um, um, frequencies hitting um, Vancouver. Give me a second. I'll take a real quick look real quick. Uh, Vancouver right now seems pretty quiet, uh, but at nighttime, uh, usually around Port Alberni, Victoria, Arlington, Forks, and near um, Tassas, there's always some sort of radar activity going on there usually at nighttime. So that might be one of the reasons why you're hearing what you're hearing. And if you're up near Cold Lake, Alberta, there's all kinds of shit going on there, uh, going into Saskatchewan as far as LaRange. Uh, uh, near Slave Lake, there's a beams going there. Lesnar, Norrell. Uh, let me see here. Where is Golden? Usually there's uh, spiking coming out of someplace in Alberta, and it goes right into the mountains near Golden. So you got a lot of stuff going on everywhere. And again, if you look at Ontario on the map on this uh, um, um, shit, windy.com, yeah, Ontario looks like it's being acupunctured with radar beams. And if you look at Michigan on the other map, um, let's see, where is it? The um, Next Lab satellite, it's, it's again unbelievable what you see there in Michigan. The radar activity is off the chart. So again, when you're hearing stuff in your ears and stuff, that's no longer a uh, ear issue. That's a brain issue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, it would be. Because again, when you ground anything, it, whatever hits it will redirect it into the earth. Um, you know. I have pressure in my left ear and discomfort. I went to the doctor twice in one week and tells me nothing is in it and I have no infection. I do suffer from allergies. A lot of times, uh, we, had, we have one of our people in our group that had something going on in his ear and he pulsed, he pulsed the ear and what came out was a construct of nanotechnology big circuit that was uh, enveloping the inner ear and um, the doctors never saw it either so you may have to make a triangle or a or a or spike and start spiking the area so that um, uh, whatever is there will get will, will release a lot of the problems we have today is no longer just a simple bacterial problem or a simple uh, fungal problem or a parasite problem. These are not, there's nothing simple here anymore. Um, hi, Tony. It's the form you make for, you can go 12 inches, you can go 9 inches, whatever, however big you want to make it, you know. I remodeled some of these things. I shrunk the triangle down but made it wider. And I got ones now with, I don't have as many magnets on them because these are designed to, if you want to put them beside the bed to pulse so they don't overheat, but you can put them in the tub too. And they're putting out a pretty whopping hit. And then I modified it again, but now I'm, I, I got to 
figure out how to fine tune that because it, it puts out a real super strong hit. So anyway, um, yeah. So again, um, you may have something networking inside your head, and I and I would probably bet dime to a dollar that's what you got you got going on. So you may want to start looking at this tech to remove stuff because you got to remember something. This nanotechnology or this nanobiotech is going to go to your head. It's going to be lined to your brain. And it's going to go anywhere it can. Like behind the ears, you've got glands and stuff there. And a lot of that will fill that up. You have no idea. You know. So, and again, it's not going to show up on the medical scans. And you have to also understand, the doctors today are about 30 years behind with this stuff. I'm watching, like I say, Stu Peters every now I don't watch Stu Peters, to be honest with you, but every now and then something will pop up on the internet. And and I I know he listened to his uh, his um, initial presentation, and I just don't. You know, I hear the doctors he's got coming on there, and they're idiots, every one of them. So I don't bother with them. You know. Uh, so again, you know. Um, no worries, so you're here. It's all matters. You know, later early, and part of the show is on. Yesterday's podcast as well. So you, if you, whatever you're, all we've been talking about right now uh, in the last little part are solutions to some health issues. So, um, yeah, the first part was about, you know, what's going on in Europe and what's going on here and the propagation and the programming. So, again, we have to start looking and, and doing things a little differently. And that's the other part of the show I want to talk about, too, is that we need to start looking at doing things differently. We need to start looking at what happens if this system collapses. What happens if you don't have running water? What happens if you don't have electricity? What happens if you can't uh, go to the grocery store and buy food? What happens if you don't wear that chip, Mark of the Beast? What happens if you, you know, these are things we need to start discussing as well. Um, well, who made the diagnosis of ALS? Uh, let's see here. A lot of that ALS that you're dealing with, you're dealing with it, if it's really that, uh, again, maybe as a direct result of nanotechnology. Because what happens is the nanotechnology will get into the head and perforate the brain creating <coughs> a lot of disconnection. And if it damages the neural cap neurons in the brain, that means the myelin sheet is being broken down. So again, you may have to, again, start thinking in terms of using technology to disengage the tech and then start using things that will repair the myelin sheet and reconnect the brain. So things like rosemary, sage, they have a... Uh, means of repairing dendrites and the uh, acetylcholine uh, <clears throat> using uh, B12 can help repair myelin as well and the neurons. 
But you got to have to remove whatever's in the head. Okay, you're going to have to remove whatever's in the head. Like I said, you got to start thinking in terms of epigenetics. You got to start thinking in terms of what is externally, what am I exposed to out here externally that is causing internal problems? What is what is reprogramming my DNA? Okay, if you're okay, think of it this way. If you're breathing in nanites, every breath you take, you're breathing in the nanite, where is that all going? And how do you get it out? You know, this is something you got to start thinking. You can no longer, you can no longer assume whatever the medical field is telling you has any value or merit in it because they're not talking about nanobiotech and nano nano uh, materials infecting the body and causing damage. There's all kinds of research on this stuff showing how lethal it is and the lethality of nanotechnology. But again, it's not even being mentioned on the medical. You know. Well, kissing our ass goodbye, that's going to happen eventually anyway. We can just make, we can prep, we can postpone that. So we're not complying to their, pro, their game plan. Um, That's right, exactly, you know. Um, well, I don't see how any of us are going to get out of here easy, no matter what we do. Can I spike behind it? Yes, you can. But the way you do it, okay, you can use both pads, but you got to be careful with that because it's pretty powerful. So what I tell people to do initially so they get um, an idea what to do is put one pad on any leg, and then spike the opposite direction. So if you put a pad on the left leg, put the other pad behind the right ear and then pulse it. And then, again, switch from left leg to right leg, then right leg to left ear. Then, you, then when you hit it, you may see shit coming out of your ears. You may be sneezing a lot, to, again, to uh, which, which uh, stuff may be released from the head. Uh, and again, you can do the face the same way. You can put one pad on the face and move it around and one on the leg. You know. Well, that is typical ALS. What you're talking about is very typical. It's not that it's not typical. That's the, that's the end result because the acetylcholine is damaged. Uh, and again, because of the damage, the signals are not getting through. So, of course, yeah, that is no, that is normal. If you have neuron damage in the brain and the neurons can't make contact or transfer the signal, that is very normal. And again, he's got 80 years of this shit. So think about that. Okay, 60 years of his life, he's had nano, he's been exposed to nanotechnology. So, uh, and again, if you're not going to even consider that, then you know what, then it's, this has all been moot. But you better start thinking that the, uh, that the air pollutants that we're breathing in, if they're saying now that the air pollutants, and they said this back in the 60s, that the air pollutants were now causing dementia and were causing childhood brain damage because of the air they're breathing in. This is all going to accumulate in the head unless you're disengaging it. 
So like I said, you know, you you got to reevaluate everything. Now, this is what a typical ALS does to a person. So where you're getting that from, I have no idea at all. Okay, when you disconnect the neuron network and neural network and you dis disconnect the uh, acetylcholine and you di uh, disconnect the dendrites for the signals to be able to go from one uh, uh, transfer from one point to the other, you're not going to be able to walk. You're not going to be able to move your hands. You're not even going to be able to think. Eventually, you won't be able to breathe. So, uh, so again, yeah, I, I start reassessing your thinking. Um. <laughs> it's slow for ALS. Most people uh, die after two to three years. Well, it all depends on his constitution as well. You got to remember, he's 80 years old. So, you're talking what? Uh, <clears throat> I'm 60, so he was born in the 40s. So, 1940, 1950, up to about 1960, he wasn't eating anything that was contaminated. He wasn't exposed to any kind of cell towers or cell phones. He didn't have any kind of television that was transmitting or radio. And the radios that were transmitting were not, were not, the antennas were not that powerful. So the air was cleaner, the water was cleaner, the food was real food. So he's got probably a better constitution in his broken state than you do. You know, so again, uh, he's just breaking down. Uh, it's caught up to him, that's all. The um, so again, remember our environment is plays a very key role to our longevity. You know, when they tell you that certain people eat certain things and live to a certain age, you know, and they consider having a that they're they have a long life. That's only part of it. The main part of it is the air quality they have, the water they're drinking, food they're eating, and the way they live. We're not living. This society of the civilized society that we're living in or existing in, this is not living. When you have a global group of people killing the planet, Waging war on the planet with frequencies and with nanodust and with genetics and then releasing bioweapons inside of people, incorporating Bluetooth technology inside of people. This is war. We're not living, we're existing. So again, when we're looking at different elements of our way of life today, You know, we're not living. And people have become weaponized as well through Bluetooth technology and through those cell phones. I am going to tell you this as, as a rule of thumb. The less technology you are using or have, the better off you are. You don't have a cell phone. I think that will probably add about 10 years to your life. If you didn't take the shot, it will probably add another 20 or 30 years to your life. 
you know. That's true, too. The society isn't civilized. In fact, society has become so dumbed down that they have the, most of them have the mentality of a five-year-old, overreactive and, uh, and irrational. So, again, uh, again, that's all. But the foo-foo gendering is part of a, again, a section of people in the world controlling the destruction and mutilation of uh, men and women's physiology. They don't even want you to associate yourself as a man or woman, but to identify yourself as either a number or some kind of um, color. You're a white man, you're a red man, you're a black man, you're a purple man, you're a pink man, you're a green man. Yeah, pretty soon that's going to be the next thing. Pretty soon that's going to be the next thing. Oh, I'm not a white man, I'm pink. I'm brown. I'm purple with pur pink polka dots. You know, black men are going to say, I'm not black. I'm not a black man. No, I'm, I'm a rainbow. You know, yellow man is going to say, well, I'm not a yellow man. I'm not a red man. Not a brown man. I'm purple. I'm lavender. Mauve, whatever mauve is. You know, the, the stupidity is beyond belief. <laughs> the stupidity is beyond belief. And people do not identify themselves as people anymore either. They identify themselves as some kind of, of gender or some kind of... Uh, designation and that's what this elite group want they want people to lose their identity and become property so again if you're and you're going to be part of their property um, so again we're no longer um, uh, The, well, helping each other is going to come to a point where you're not going to be able to help these people that have been corrupted with a weapon or a technology. Helping them is going to be more or less like, you know, what, what kind of coffin do you want? You know, in regarding to helping people today, I think the people that you're going to best be able to help are those people who still have not taken partaken of this bioweaponry or have con or have conceded to accept the status quo we're living in a world of bullshit as per period total bullshit you know and the inversion of truth has become so flagrant it's not even funny you know so again when we're looking at some of the stuff going on if you have any sense of right or wrong if you Believe in God. If you have any kind of moral or ethical values that you hold, you will be a threat to the society. This Renaissance period that we're going through, you know, because that's what the Renaissance period was about. 
you know, that was what we, that's what they used to call the reset. The reset back during the Renaissance time, where all of a sudden things became more educated, more enlightened. They became out of a dark age. Well, this is the dark ages. This new Renaissance is the dark ages we're living in today. Uh, any truth? Okay. Uh, so when we're looking at today's times and what we're seeing today, what well, is a dark age? This is a dark age. This is a Renaissance period for the dark ages. That's what we're living in. You know, we are living in a dark age. Satan and his higher entities are invading the planet. They're making, they're waging war not only on the, on us but on the very planet itself. They're trying to take this planet out. So we are living in a dark age. You know. So again, you know, this is something that we have to fully. That's why I said we're in a war. We are in a war. It's not going to go away anytime soon. So helping people is going to come down to. Uh, engaging with people who are not awoke, but way awake and active in being awake and fighting and challenging what's going on and eventually then developing a society or system where we are no longer need, need to depend on anything the society has to offer. You know. So when we can get to that point, that's how we're going to help each other. You know, till Jesus gets back here, that's we are we are all we have. You know, and we need to again keep that in mind. <coughs> now, what I mean by all we have, we are all we have in regarding to in this physical plane. We have God, we have Christ, you know, and then we have each other. Um, <coughs> well, everyone's saying that today. I remember years ago we were saying, "Well, I hope Jesus, you know, doesn't come back right away. I want to, be, you know, I want to get married. I want to get laid. I want to have babies. I want this and that." Now we're saying, "Jesus could have come back fast enough," you know. <laughs> you know. So again, um, you know, yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to leaving this place for sure, and. Hopefully, I had a friend of mine I was talking this week, and we're you know we're having our casual conversation about God and things, and and we're talking about different things. So don't take this wrong, but I said to him, I'm hoping that when we get to the other side, we're not saying surprise. We you know you're going here. <laughs> that would be a depressing thing. But anyway, uh, uh, so again. You know, here we are. Okay, listen, I'm going to have to wind it down in about 30 seconds because if I don't, this thing may pop open. I thank you all for coming. You know, I always say at the end of these shows, you know, read your scripture, read your Bible, hang on to that, hang on to that truth. Don't listen to all this bullshit on in the world today. All this, It's nothing but bullshit. You know, the only truth we were given was from God, and I think that's where we need to stay uh, attenuated to and not listen to all this other shit. It is not going to get much better. It's going to probably keep declining. But as it declines, come up with solutions. You know, come up with ways to navigate through the flood, if you will. Because this is going to be a flood, another flood.
you know. Uh, so again, have your ark, build it, be able to navigate through the flood until Christ returns. So, so in order to do that, you're going to have to read the Bible. So read the Gospels, read the book of Revelations, read, read the whole New Testament, and go from there. And go from there. And if you've never read it, I encourage you to start. You know, and start and start with the New Testament because it's a new covenant and that falls for us. You know. <laughs> well, this is we're in the dark ages and we're going and we're going through the tribulation. That's what Noah did. He went through a tribulous time, and that was the flood. And this is and the floodgates of hell are opening up. So we are all we are in. You know, again, learn to navigate through it. You know, that's the best thing I can tell you. All righty. So until the next segment to your health, and if you need more information, look at yesterday's show. I put a lot of the show's information there yesterday. All right? All right. Anyway, so we'll see you guys on the next show. Take care. Oh, I forgot to say, we're still here by the grace of God. Remember that. So until the next show, we're still here. Take care. <laughs>